Welcome to the podcast at DC hosted by The Lab at DC. The Lab is an applied scientific team in the executive office of the mayor for the District of Columbia. We use science to learn what works for Washingtonians. This episode is part of a special six-part mini-series that takes you through the lab's scientific process. To find out more about this approach and our work, please visit thelab.dc.gov. Hi, I'm Chris Minica, Senior Operations Analyst at the Lab at DC. And I'm Nellie Moore, also an Operations Analyst at the Lab. Last episode, we talked about step two in our scientific approach, design. And now we're on to step three, do something. We piloted a new program, we tested a new design, and we implemented a new study. When you hear that tidy wording, trying something new sounds so simple. It's kind of like being served a fancy dish with the action of the bustling restaurant kitchen out of view. Of course, behind closed doors, the kitchen is hot and loud, and perhaps even chaotic. Sometimes dishes drop or burn. A flood of orders seem to come in all at once. Doing something new in any sector can feel like that chaotic kitchen. But what we see on the other side is consumers of those dishes, or in the lab's case, project reports and published papers, can lead us to forget the heat of the hypothetical kitchen. If we're being honest about what it takes for governments to perform and test their work, we have to take this behind the scenes look. There are items that have to be procured, daily operations that have to be adjusted, regulations written, and data agreements that have to be squared away. Unexpected hurdles will arise. Elbow grease will need applying. And when we add evaluation into the mix, it doesn't make it easier. If it wasn't for the commitment of agency partners to serve up the best for DC residents, we'd have little to show. So in honor of them, we're talking about a few in-the-kitchen moments that we've shared together. Trying something new for the first time presents unexpected hurdles, and DC government is full of new ideas to try. Just one example, what if motivational messaging on public trash cans could reduce littering? So our team hit the streets to inspect the cans. How do we get signage on 400 of our trash cans with no additional budget? What materials should the signs be made of so they can bend to the can and also withstand the elements? Where should the sign be positioned so it doesn't get in the way of being emptied? And how often are the cans emptied? Together with the Department of Public Works, or DPW, we came up with a plan. A soft metal sign with zip ties that could be placed on the door of the trash can so it could be emptied and installed during trash pickup at night by DPW collectors. In this example, DPW tried something outside business as usual. To improve the lives of residents. As they work to get something new off the ground, they may not have the service contracts and people in place to test the best way to, for example, train their new staff in a new protocol. We realize that every agency is trying to squeeze the most out of their budget and resources, so adding something new can be difficult, and the stakes may be high. Back in 2017, the Department of Human Services, or DHS, worked with the lab to test additional reminder letters to help families navigate the process of renewing their eligibility for vital government support. DHS wanted to figure out quickly whether these letters worked better than their usual, legally required mailers, so we worked together to design something that could be sent in-house. The lab prepared the letters with recipients' addresses, appointment dates, renewal deadlines, and nearest service centers. 
and then we went over to DHS for an afternoon of sealing and stamping the letters for mailing. Sometimes what's needed to try something new is just some additional people for a few hours to get it done. Lending a hand is the least we could do, given the extra commitment our evaluations call for. When we evaluate new ideas, it does throw in a few more hurdles. Our best tool for finding out if something new is working is a randomized evaluation. This means that participants are assigned to get the new program completely randomly, similar to flipping a coin. Heads, you get assigned to the program. Tails, nothing changes for you. In rare cases, like when we're testing a new training for all Metropolitan Police Department personnel, we know everyone who's eligible for the program ahead of time. And this allows us to randomly assign officers to participate, or not, all at once. Like we are pulling names out of a hat. But most of the time, it's not so simple. For example, in 2018, Nurses joined the 911 call center to speak to callers who didn't need emergency services. To test the impact of the nurses on unnecessary emergency room visits, we randomly assign non-emergency calls to either receive the typical 911 response or be connected to a nurse. We had to figure out a way to randomize callers in the moment without interfering with the 911 operator's ability to respond to callers as quickly as they always do because an evaluation should never interfere with vital services. So how did we do it? Well, the Office of Unified Communications worked with us to include randomization as they rolled out new software and protocols for 911 operators. As operators entered information about callers, they were automatically instructed to redirect the call to a nurse if a client was eligible and had been randomly assigned to receive the new program. You know that dish you love from your favorite restaurant? Chances are that it wasn't the first time the chef made it. Most of the time, it's a process of testing and refining it until they think it's worthy of serving. We think of government in much the same way. In the next episode, Sam will talk about how we find out whether these new ideas are worthy of serving to district residents. Thanks for listening to the podcast at DC, a production of The Lab at DC. Our producer is Nellie Moore, and our podcast intern is Tim Madden. We want to know what you think of the podcast at DC, and we want to hear your ideas for what topics we should be covering. Go to tinyurl.com slash the podcast at DC to take part in our listener survey. The link is also in the description of this episode. Your feedback will help us improve our content and production quality, and it'll also allow us to better serve district residents and improve evidence-based governance in DC. If you liked what you heard, visit our website at thelab.dc.gov, where you can sign up for our mailing list. You should also follow us on Twitter at thelab underscore DC. However you choose to connect with us, you can find more information on our work and stay updated on what we're doing. For more episodes of the podcast at DC, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Sam Quinney.